0: Michigan's been hogging a lot of the airwaves lately and all the talking points in sports media, and we've got the latest for you there. You know, when all this dust settles down, Iowa head coach, Kirk Ferentz, maybe the big 10 coach of the year, we'll have all of it right here. Locked on big 10 starts right now. You are locked on big 10, your daily podcast on the big 10 conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And on YouTube, it's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash lockdown college and use the code lockdown college for a first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. All right. We will have the absolute latest going on at Michigan, plus a weird story about Connor Stallions. He may have frauded Blake Corham, their running back and going to do a dive into Iowa football a little bit and praise Kirk Ferentz for the job he has done plus we'll have our Big 10 classics headed into the weekend be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big 10 for free wherever you get your podcast that way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day all right first Michigan we're going to do a really thorough dive on this for tomorrow's podcast but here is the latest of course wednesday night michigan responded to the big tens threat to punish them for spygate and they said look you can't you can't suspend our coach you're jumping to conclusions and you don't have the evidence yet and then michigan also in a not so veiled way threatened hey you punish us, you better be ready to punish everybody for this stuff that's been allegedly going on. So we'll uh, we'll get into that, and maybe by then also there may be a response back from the Big Ten on whether Jim Harbaugh is suspended or not this weekend for the Penn State game. So uh, the ball is in the Big Ten's court. We'll have all of the latest. And hang on for a few more minutes. We'll have that story about Connor Stallions. I think he, it looks like he frauded Blake Corum. The running back for the Wolverines. So we'll get into all of that right here on Locked On Big 10. The Big 10 coaches and the media, of course, you know, they vote on the Big 10 coach of the year each season. And the Michigan Wolverines, you know, they could run the table. They could win a national title. They could be one of the greatest teams of all time. And yet Jim Harbaugh won't win coach of the year this year like he did last year. No way. Based on last week's conference call with all the Big Ten uh, coaches and Commissioner Tony Petiti, you know, majority of the coaches, they wanted Jim Harbaugh punished for this Spygate thing. So they're voters. And of course, the media, they've been piling on him as well. And I just don't think many would vote for him. And of course, he's already missed three games at the beginning of the year at the timing that we put this episode of this podcast together, it hasn't been a suspension yet, but by the time you're watching it, there may be one. So, I mean, if he misses half the year, you can't, you can't give him coach of the year. Uh, Certainly Ryan day has done an outstanding job with Ohio state. The number one Buckeyes, the number one in the country. They're not the same team that broke camp this summer, And they had a huge question mark at quarterback, and they struggled in that first win against Indiana. But now they're rolling. They're rolling. They're number one. And my guess is at the end of the year, Ryan Day actually will be the coach of the year. And I'm not suggesting either that he should be penalized just because he has a roster full of four stars and five-star players. I mean, after all, he recruited them. That's part of the coaching job. But I got to think of what coach has done more with less. Who's really had to grind it? and get the most out of his team. And who has had to really roll up his sleeves and coach some football? Well, it's Kirk Ferentz at Iowa, right? That's who. Kirk Ferentz, he's had a lot of detractors, of course, at Iowa this whole season, and even more than this whole season, going back to the last couple years, actually. People crying nepotism when he named his son Brian Ferentz as the offensive coordinator. The critics grew louder when the offense under Brian has literally disappeared much of the last three seasons. It got so bad, of course, that as you know, and it is well documented here, that the school demanded the Hawkeyes get at least seven wins and 25 points per game in order for Brian to keep his job. I called it a soft, slow motion firing. It was was soft-pedaled because, out of respect for Kirk Ferentz, who had been their head coach there for 25 years. But the team will come nowhere close to the 25 points per game threshold that was set in motion contractually. And last week, the school announced that Brian will not be back as the offensive coordinator next season. He will, however, finish this season. But an interesting thing has happened along the way. They hit the seven-win threshold. They're there right now. And they got three more games to go, plus a possible Big Ten championship game, plus a bowl game. They could rack up some wins. Now, let's uh, let's go back, and this is not revisionary uh, history here. This is a fact because I looked it up back on our July seventh, locked on uh, Big Ten podcast, one of our first actually, because we took over in late June. We suggested that Iowa, looking at their schedule and their talent, they could go nine and three. We we projected a possible nine-win season for the Hawkeyes. And you can go back and listen. It's on the record back in the day if you want to go check it out. But, um, you know, that's still on the table. That's very doable. Now, the premise to our argument was that uh, with a strong defense and strong special teams, which they always have, that's the usual MO at Iowa, uh, you add in Michigan transfer at quarterback Cade McNamara and tight end Eric All from Michigan, you know, that would improve the offense, right? And I suggested that if that offense could just rise to the level of mediocrity, they don't even have to be great. They don't even have to be good. Just be mediocre instead of just horrible. I thought with the way this team could play complementary football with its defense and its special teams, that the Hawkeyes could be something special. But that's not exactly how it worked out this year. McNamara was never really fully healthy, and he underperformed, and then he suffered a season-ending injury. Same story with Eric Hall at tight end. Plus, future NFL tight end Luke Lachey. He ended up getting injured and required surgery. So despite all of that, Iowa kept winning games. Despite the fact that the offense was getting worse each week, the Hawkeyes, you know, they've won two of their last three games by a score of 15 to 6 and 10 to 7. Now, those two games sandwiched a loss to Minnesota that was 12 to 10. That, those are the kind of numbers they're putting up. And there's more, or I should say less. Iowa's wide receivers only have two touchdown receptions all year. But they're not, and it's November. So the other strange part about this team is other than uh, defensive back and punt returner, Cooper Dejean, this team's punter, Tory Taylor is the MVP, right? It, it's crazy to say. But he is. I mean, first of all, their punter gets a lot of practice because he punts a lot. The offense is always punting, and he has this fantastic ability to just flip the field and then let the Hawkeyes defense go ahead and do their work. And believe it or not, what three punters were drafted in the NFL draft this this year? And two went in the sixth round, and one in the seventh round. You don't pick. You don't use a high draft pick to take a punter, but. I think in uh, April of 2024, Tory Taylor, he's going to go a little higher than the sixth round. He's a valuable asset for somebody in the NFL. So if a team has no offense to speak of, and one of your two most important players is a punter, and you currently are in first place with a one-game lead with three games to go, I'm just saying there's some great coaching going on somewhere around there, right? And... Kirk Ferentz needs some strong, honest consideration to be Big Ten Coach of the Year for sure. Again, probably goes to Ryan Day at this point, but Kirk Ferentz should get a lot of votes, in my opinion. What do you think? Love to hear your opinion. Hit me up on uh, X Twitter at TalkBig10 and also comments on YouTube. Uh, love to hear from you as always. And coming up, Connor Stallions, the guy in the middle of the spy gate, I think he frauded. The running back, Blake Corm at Michigan. I'll explain that story as well. That's all coming up in just a minute right here on Locked On Big Ten. Jace Medical, I've told you about them before. They provide a Jace case that gives you five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use when supply chains are down. Uh, they give you here it is. It comes in a nice little case like this. Antibiotics are in there. And in order to get a Jay's case, just fill out a simple online form. And in some cases, jump onto a quick call with their board uh, certified physicians that will help you out. And you can get ongoing care and have questions answered anytime by these physicians. It's doctor created and doctor recommended. And it is uh, pretty good to have on standby in case your supply chains get cut off. I, I live in a hurricane area. You know, supply. T- we've all gone through a pandemic. Supply chains—it's an issue. And they've got new medications all the time that you can get there. In fact, they've just added uh, ED medications. You can even get up to a year's supply. So you can just go to JaceMedical.com and get your 12-month supply of daily medication. So if someone you love or yourself you want some peace of mind. Get your year supply of any daily medication at jacemedical.com. And just remember to use the promo code locked on for $20 off your purchase. It is a fantastic deal. Like I just showed you, I have mine here. So go to jacemedical.com and enter the, the code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at J A S E Medical.com. So told you at the top things going on at Michigan, the 10 letter response, or the 10 page letter as a response to the threats to suspend Jim Harbaugh or punishment against the school for spy game. Again, more in depth on that in tomorrow's podcast, the lockdown big 10, be sure and check that out. And we will do a deep dive into that. And perhaps by then we may even have a response back from the big 10. We'll see if Jim Harbaugh is going to be coaching this weekend against Penn state. Now, we have documented numerous stories here on Lockdown Big Ten that have forked from the Michigan Spygate story. Every day, there's something new—one or two or three new stories every day. And there's a story floating around the internet now uh, that that former Michigan assistant and the guy at the center of the Spygate scandal, Connor Stallions, allegedly uh, used Michigan running back Blake Corm's name and putting a business together. There appears to be evidence of an LLC in Wyoming that lists both men as co-owners of this business. Blake Corum denies having a business relationship at all with Stallions. He uh, he doesn't know about it. But the Wyoming Secretary of State Records lists Stallions, Corum, and a third party named Connor O'Day as the heads of a limited liability named BC Slash Two. Actually, BC Slash 2 Housing LLC. Of course, Blake Coram's initials, BC, and his jersey number two. Um, it's That's what it was named after. Now, BC2 lists a house in Ann Arbor as its office and mailing address. And records show that Stallions purchased this home back in 2022. So this is getting kind of weird, actually. Um, also. Uh, Quorum said he found out about this business right before practice on Tuesday. Somebody informed him about it, said, hey, did you know about this? Said, no, this is for some hearing about it. Can you imagine being a 21, 22-year-old kid, you're getting ready to go out to practice after you know being, on, being at the, in college, going to football practice? Oh, hey, somebody used your name in LLC. He gave thanks to whoever discovered that on the internet because now it's all over the internet. And he said that he's already contacted his attorney, and they'll take it over from there. So, um, that's I feel bad for the kid. The Wall Street Journal reported that stallions was sued by the HOA of the home in question in Ann Arbor already for violating bylaws by allegedly op- for uh, allegedly operating a vacuum cleaner refurbishing company out of the residence. Who does that? <laughs> that's crazy. And another sidebar to the sidebar, the third person on the LLC, Connor O'Day. This is a new name. We're just hearing about him. He had previously been flagged by a Big Ten school for allegedly purchasing a ticket using an account connected with Stallions. So stay tuned. It's crazy. This story is the story that just keeps on giving. Meanwhile, there are a couple of men's basketball games on the slate Thursday night. Southern Illinois is at Michigan State. Of course, both teams are looking for their first win. As the Spartans were just stunned in their season opener versus James Madison. Florida A&M is in Nebraska. The Huskers are looking to improve to two and zero. And there are five games on the ladies' docket Thursday. As Eastern Illinois is at number nine, Indiana for the Lady Hoosiers' season opener. Rutgers hosts Wagner, number three ranked Iowa. They play against eighth-ranked Virginia Tech in the Alley Tip-Offs, so a couple of top 10-rated teams in women's basketball. UIC is at Northwestern, and Wisconsin hosts Western Illinois. So that, we're into it, man. Everybody's starting to play basketball now. Basketball and football overlapping. It is a wonderful time. It's a great time to have a podcast talking about the Big Ten. I want to take a moment to thank everybody for checking us out, especially you everydayers out there that, Check us out. Always appreciate that. In the meantime, asking you all to subscribe down below. It's free. It's simple. It takes one second, and you're in. We always appreciate it when you do that. No matter how you get this podcast, whether it be on YouTube or you listen, your, uh, your favorite place, uh, feel free to share, follow, and like Locked on Big Ten. And don't forget, on Fridays, right here on this very channel, Locked on Big Ten on YouTube, we got the Locked on College Football Kickoff Live Show. I'm not the host, but I do contribute to it each and every week with a preview for what's coming up on the weekend. So if you want to check that out, feel free. It is live 11 a.m. to noon, but if you miss the live, it's there on tape, and you can play it anytime you want there afterward. All right, that's on Friday 11 a.m. noon Eastern time. All right, what is must see TB this weekend on the Big Ten Network? Well, Big Ten classics, including a couple of great Michigan Penn State games, we'll have all that for you in just one minute right here on Locked On Big Ten. Prize Picks. You want to have some fun? Check this out. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And it's easy. It's fun. It's just you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than with some stats with two to six player uh, groups and their projections and just watch your winnings roll in done so well during football we're bankrolling basketball now and by the way you can combine sports you can pick a player from basketball and combine it with a player from football and put it all together for example, Steph Curry you could say Steph Curry gonna score more than twenty nine points in his next game pair it with Joe Burrow he's gonna have more than two touchdown passes against the Texans this weekend and if they both, are, uh, if you write on both, boom, winnings come rolling in. It's a lot of fun. All you need to do to participate with you or your friends, go to prizepicks.com slash lockdown college and use the code lockdown college for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash lockdown college and use the code lockdown college for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. All right. So this weekend, I always like to on this day take a look ahead to what's going on the Big Ten Network with the Big Ten Classics and then also the live broadcast of what they are carrying this weekend. So I'm gonna put on screen if you're listening on audio only. Don't worry, I will guide you and tell you what's going on on the big screen. So we're going to put it up here, and we're going to start with Friday. Friday at 1 o'clock, Penn State, uh, Penn State Football Classic. These are Eastern times, 1 o'clock Eastern. Penn State uh, hosting Michigan from 2019. Of course, that's what they do, the pair of the classics of the games that are actually coming up on Saturday. So we all know that Michigan is a Penn State and they're going to show you the 2019 Michigan at Penn State game. Sean Clifford had three touchdown passes and ran for a touchdown in Penn State's 28 to 21 wins. So you Penn State fans will want to check that out. And then at two o'clock Eastern time, flip the script a Michigan football classic, 2005 Penn State at Michigan. That is the one where Chad Henney found Mario Manningham as time expired to win 27 25 over previously unbeaten and number eight Penn State. A thrilling upset for michigan and then at 6 30 uh big 10 men's basketball got youngstown state at michigan again that is a 6 30 eastern on friday you can kick off your friday night watching a little hoops saturday at 7 a.m eastern time ohio state uh, an ohio state football classic They'll show the 2012 Ohio State game at Michigan State. That's the one Braxton Miller. Had 315 yards and a touchdown, and that Buckeye win. And then they go to their 10 a.m. Big Ten tailgate from Illinois. Check out the Fighting Illini, and that leads right into their 12 noon broadcast of Big Ten football, Indiana at Illinois. And both of those teams are coming off wins. Um, They both struggled this year, but they're both coming off wins, and now they're going to clash at Illinois, and then when that game's over, at 3.30, the Big Ten Network will show Rutgers at Iowa, and I always say this, take the under, not only with Iowa, but you know what? Rutgers, is they're a pretty good defensive team, and Iowa's a pretty good defensive team. I think this one is comfortably, comfortably at the under. <laughs> we'll talk more about that. On our pigskin picks tomorrow, and we'll use the lines provided by our good friends at FanDuel. Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Let me click the screen over here. We got uh, Big Ten Football in 60. That's where they edit up snap by snap highlights of all these games and package them into one hour. 11 a.m. Eastern Time. It, they'll show you the highlights from the Michigan Penn State game at two o'clock. More Big Ten Football in 60. They'll show the highlights from Maryland at Nebraska. And at 4 o'clock Eastern time, Ohio State at Michigan State. And then later on in the day at 7 p.m., Big Ten men's basketball got Army at Indiana. And, of course, uh, I think they put this game together in honor of Bob Knight, not just because he passed away last week. I think, obviously, when he was still alive, I think it would be nice to bring the two schools that he coached at, Army and uh, Indiana, together to play. And unfortunately, he passed away last week. He won't be able to see this, but it's on the Big Ten Network from Bloomington at seven o'clock on Sunday. So there you have it. There's a look at the Big Ten schedule, Big Ten Classics, and everything else going on throughout the weekend. And as we wind down the week, we'd love to hear from you. You can hit me up on X Twitter uh, at Big 10 number 10. Also on our website as well, talkbig10.com. That's with the number 10 as well. Always like to uh, hear from you there. And then, of course, the comments on YouTube. I always appreciate that. Be sure right now before you leave to subscribe down below and uh, follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app. You get the latest episode of Locked On Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. We, uh, we put these together and we schedule them, the audio-only versions. on However you listen to your podcast, they're out early, like at 4 in the morning. You can listen to them anytime after that. The video comes out a little later at about 6 a.m. and you're good to go the rest of the day. So there you have it. You get, uh, if you subscribe, they'll be right there waiting for you, ready to go. Uh, In the meantime, uh, we will take a look tomorrow again at the 10-page letter response from Michigan back to the Big Ten. And maybe we'll have some more news from the Big Ten regarding Jim Harbaugh and whether he'll be on the sideline this weekend at Penn State or any other game for that matter. So all that will be coming up. Always appreciate you guys joining us here. Now I'm going to ask you to check out our friends at Lockdown Sports Today and their podcast for the latest on everything else going on in sports. Have yourself a great day, and I can't wait till we meet again tomorrow. For Lockdown Big Ten, I'm Craig Scheman.